So I'm at the bar the other day and having a pretty good time, hanging out with some friends, doing my thing. And as the booze started to wear off and the night started to get really late, the light went up, they were kicking people out of the bar. I thought to myself, what am I doing here? Why am I at the bar? Why do people go to bars? I think the biggest trouble that bars have is that they're confused about what they are. What kind of bar are you? Most average bars try to be everything all at once. Bring everyone in. Anyone who wants anything to do with going out or watching TV uh, maybe they want to meet someone, maybe they want to hit on someone, maybe they want to dance. Everything is included. The bar just has it all. The bar serves food. The bar has a whole kitchen area. Everything you can imagine is going on at the bar. You can never be a great sports bar is if your focus is all over the place. You have to focus on the sports. That's what makes a good sports bar. Everything in that bar is focused on the sports and the things that go around it. Obviously, people want to drink, and I think feeding drunk people is always a good idea. So I'm, I'm always approving of the kitchen and serving food. I hate it when they don't have any food. What kind of place is this? How can you show a three-hour hockey game and expect me to just sit there and drink? Maybe you want to be a great drinking bar. Why do you not have good drinks? If I can walk across the street and buy any drink you have there at the liquor store, why am I there? What is your purpose for that? Drinking at bars is a little confusing. I pay money, sometimes about two times the money, four times the money. It it doesn't really have a ceiling. And they serve me something that came out of a bottle. Sometimes it's the actual bottle itself. They don't even need to actually pour it into something else. What happened here? What exchange am I making? I'm, I'm paying money and they're giving me the bottle. They're allowing me to drink at their facility. That's all. That's the only service that's really brought to me. Someone bringing me a beer from the fridge is not really my idea of uh, service. At least with food, someone is making that food. I would have to do that job and I'm choosing not to. With drinks, they just serve it to you. I, I don't get it. And a lot of people are confused of why they're even drinking. If you're drinking one beer, what is that really accomplishing? So you pay your five bucks, you get your beer. What happened there? Did you feel better? Did you get a buzz out of it? What about a couple of years? Does that help? And a whole bunch of these people need to drive home after, and they just drink willy-nilly. They don't even really think about it, and then they sort of think, oh, you know, I'm like fit to drive now, and they decide by that to get in their car. They use their drunk judgment to decide whether they're going to drive afterwards or not. That's really smart, huh? Planning ahead is key in these sort of things. If you have an iPhone, get the Boozed app. I just heard about this, but this at least gives you an idea of where you sit, how drunk you may be. It's not accurate, but it's not too bad for planning a night out, at least versus not doing anything about it. Then there is the idea that the bar is one of the only socially acceptable places for single people to meet without actually being involved in any sort of activity. You can just be there. You don't really need to have friends. 
You don't really need to be part of a group or be interested in something in particular. You just show up and theoretically you meet other people. It all depends on the bar, but I don't think bars are the best place for this sort of thing. It's usually too loud. That's the first thing. Maybe I've got the wrong idea. Maybe that's why I don't have much success. But I want to talk to someone. You know, I feel like this is, uh, this is where I need to convince them. It's like an interview. You know, you sit down, you talk for a few minutes. It doesn't have to be long. I'm not asking for a 20-minute conversation. Just give me three minutes. This is where I convince you that I'm a decent human being. And maybe you'll decide to take this further. But if the music is so loud that we can't hear each other, I don't get it. How am I supposed to just stare at someone and decide that I'm going to call them later? The other problem is that how do we judge who we approach? This is a big problem with bars. You just look around. I guess it goes 100% by attractiveness and maybe luck. I feel like it's such a shot in the dark. Like, how do you look around and decide, oh, you know, this person is going to be perfect for me? How do you know that the other people aren't more perfect? Have you tried them all? Are you going to talk to everyone before they actually end up leaving the bar? Doesn't anyone else think like this? Don't you always want the best choice out of what's available at that moment? I sound like I'm shopping for fucking uh, phones or something, but I don't know. I guess that's how I think. Then there's the dance floor. Now, the dance floor can be fun. You know, everyone likes to move around a little bit. I shouldn't say everyone, but I think everyone should. Um, But to me, that's also a more ridiculous way on top of things to try to convince someone that, hey, we should do something together. Maybe maybe other people are way better at this than me, but I'm not very convincing when... I'm, you know, slowly getting my groove on, I'm getting on the dance floor, and now apparently I'm supposed to look around and convince others why I'm a great candidate. You know, stand out against the other singles in the room and somehow uh, somehow make my way over to them. Uh, it's always awkward with that. Now, this is where the whole confused bar thing comes in too. When you have sports highlights around me, I really want to watch sports highlights because it's a flashing TV with hockey highlights that I like. So now I'm on the dance floor staring at the TVs upstairs and not even paying attention to what I'm doing. Sometimes these bars play movies, like really old movies and think it's kind of cute. It's not. Stop it. Just turn the TV off. Who's that on for? Why are people at the bar watching that movie? I know people are. Maybe it actually does bring people in. But why would you do that to a drunk person? It's not even funny. (laughs) It's kind of funny, I guess. It's always awkward, isn't it? Where do you look? Where do you look when you're on the dance floor? Are you looking at others? Are you looking down? Apparently you shouldn't do that. Then you seem like you're self-centered and you're focusing on yourself too much. But are you looking at others directly? Are you looking at groups? Are you looking at your friends? What if you're with your friends? Do you all stand in a circle? Do you all move around? How do you get out of that? How do you get inside another circle? I feel like this all takes a whole level of confidence that I've never had. Do you even go with friends? Do you go alone? Someone help me. What is the best move here? Do you start dancing before you get there? Do you sort of like hop your way over? Do you jump in the middle and start dancing there? Do you start at the perimeters and you sort of like circle around, cornering them in like animals? I don't know, man. Now, what if you need a drink and you want to go to the bar? This is a really civil way to get a drink, huh? Everyone just sort of crowds up. There's maybe three bartenders and you basically approach from every end. 
no one lines up, no one is aware of their surroundings or that there's other people around them. You just sort of try to shove your way up there. The taller you are, the better, the more uh, aggressive you look, and the more aggressive you are, typically the better as well. Then you finally get there, you ask for your glass of beer, you pay two or three times more than you would uh, than the beer that you have at home. You also tip him a dollar because that's what you do. And then uh, you walk back to your seat, you uh, wait a little bit, and then you do the same dance again. Then what happens once you've had a few drinks? You got to go to the washroom. Now, don't let me get started on that one. Pacingbrain.com slash two if you want to hear about public washrooms. The bar ones are especially disgusting. There's always piss on the floor everywhere. Men's room. Fucking men's room. But one note. You know the people who are inside the washroom just sort of like guarding the washroom? They like lather you up. Uh, I guess they like sell condoms or I don't know what the fuck they do. But that is really annoying. Apparently some places do it for security so people don't shoot up. There's, you know, one uh, big dude in there washing the washroom so he knows where you're coming and going. But holy fuck, man, that gets annoying. You wash your hands and then you got to go reach for your change to tip this guy over and over. So now I'm going to the bar, I'm grabbing some water, I'm tipping them. I'm then going back to the washroom, tipping the person in there. I'm coming back, grabbing my drink, tipping again. Normally, I'm not opposed to tipping, but when you're doing it three times in a row, it really feels like they're triple dipping. I don't know who's getting what money. How is the tipping getting spread? Is it just the person that I'm tipping that gets it? Because the washroom person gets the least. The water people don't get quite as much as the beer people, even though they did the exact same amount of work. It's just that we somehow base dollar value uh, depending on how much we tip someone. Then there's the country bars that have a bull. A lot of times people get to ride this bull. A local place here has a night where they encourage topless bull riding. Putting drunk people on bulls? (laughs) I guess that's pretty funny too. 